Welcome to the Charity Network News Podcast, inspiring you to make the world a better place. Our host is Lex Lumiere, an award-winning therapeutic artist whose family legacy includes over a hundred years of art exhibits and providing artwork for international non-profit fundraisers. In our show, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews from philanthropy leaders or creative souls, as well as news and insights to help you make a positive impact in your community. Now let's jump into your daily dose of juice. Please join us in creating excellence. Today we are going to do the People's State of the Union Address with Miss Alice Tweed Smith. She is a vocalist, jazz, blues, and gospel performance artist, and she has a pretty amazing career. Hello, Miss Tweed, how are you? Hey, how are you? Good, I cannot complain. Alive and okay. breathing. Don't do it, I have found it never changes a thing. <laughs> that is so true. So, so true. So tell me real fast, where were you born and raised? I was in Texas, born uh, many moons ago, uh, grew up here, graduated from Cash McGord High School, uh, with a great music department there. That's how I first uh, nurtured my musical career. Uh, of course, I went to Texas Southern University after high school and uh, then on to Metropolitan University uh, in Denver. part of my career as far as recording is that I am the only female to be a member of the world-renowned group War, and they added me in celebration of their second decade of recording. I have a gold record with them. I was blessed to have been introduced to uh, the Rolling Stones and the Beatles by uh, the great Bobby Womack. I'm on the Rose with Ringo Starr, which was produced by Ron Wood. I had the privilege of working with the greatest jazz vocalist in the world, uh, Miss Diane Rees. Uh, we recorded on Money Ball's album, uh, Every Generation. I also was privileged to be on the album last recorded by uh, the wonderful uh, Mr. I. Stone, the musical icon of Call Who and the Funk, and uh, many, many other things that uh, happened during uh, the recording career that was given and provided me. I started performing and singing as, at the age of five. Uh, my mother was a gospel soloist. Uh, my father was a quartet singer. And so music was always a part of my life. Mm, so you were naturally around the music, always. Yes, I grew up. Music is life to me. I, I know that is uh, what has been my stable in life has been the music. I believe it because I think it brings a lot of joy to the heart. 
because uh, it does. I I have become a music educator. I'm a vocal director at the Community Music Center of Houston, and in my classes, whether it be youth or adults,、uh, whether I'm doing something for musical therapy or art therapy, I always、uh, music is an integral part of art because it does come from the heart, and the heart sets the rhythm of your life. So.、Uh, That that's your music from life is your heartbeat, and it, it, it's pulsating. And I just I just love the music. That's all I can say. No, it's absolutely true. And you know, when the heart beats, it it shoots you know electricity through the body, like you know, like a pulse. And、uh, and whether you are painting or writing or singing or dancing, it all comes from that heartbeat. Remember that. It does absolutely, and the thing that I find so unique is music. You know, it's so powerful, even with music therapy or just in general. But you know, in、uh, therapeutic and integrative medicine, they use sounds at MD Anderson. They actually have a sound room、um, for the patients, where they have a table that they lay them on, and they have all of the、uh, actual Tibetan humming bowls that they play on、um, yes. to resonate music through the body. And this is a, a practice that is not new.、Uh, it comes from the motherland. I mean,、uh, all of the indigenous people、uh, know of how sound and vibrations、uh, alter and start different、uh, mechanisms in our body and our brain. And it's so wonderful that、uh, music, sound, and vibration is a part of life. And it is so wonderful that、uh, we have departments such as yours that is encouraging and keeping that forefront in the American cloth、uh, uh, uh, of our of our society. Well, I find music therapy fascinating、um, a lot too because you know when I started doing the studies. A lot of the chakras of the body align with a chord of the music. How wonderful that you are aware of that! And I, it was just like I previously explained. It, it, it's been known throughout the ages, but、uh, those practices were put aside. But now we're bringing them back because that's relevant to them. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. I've read it.、Uh, let me just share one other thing.、Um, in I was able to. I think I、uh, may have talked to you a little bit about it, but I was able to have a, a creator expression program for those that youth that were in substance rehabilitation, and they were from ages eleven through seventeen, and they all of them were not. Uh, drug abusing、uh, abusers. Some of them were caught trying to sell. Some of them come from a family that may have gotten involved. But anyway, they were in the program. And creative expression was art in all forms. I have to create writing. We did.、Um, Culinary art. We did art in all forms.、Uh, I think there's an art to everything in life. And we did music. I had a portable、uh, studio come out and record them singing. And of course,、uh, they, it was hip hop, and you know that's what their generation、uh, gravitated to. And so, 
I, I understand the music and I understand it. It tells the story of our lives and I would never exclude. Uh, I did exclude the uh, profanities. <laughs> I told them they had to say a word, any word that rhymed with whatever the word was that was not allowed. And it turned out beautiful. So music, uh, creative expression, some of them were some of the most beautiful artists. What would you call what did you on the walls now that's so popular? Graffiti. Graffiti, yeah. Some of them have that you would have ever seen and some of them had such message in their writing of their life's experience i learned so much from them even though i was there to instruct them i learned so much that's beautiful i really I, i really need to learn more about your program because i find the music aspect of it fascinating Wonderful, wonderful. I, like I said, music transcends through all forms of art because of the heartbeat. And no matter what artist, uh, what, what your genre, what your dream, or whatever you decide to express yourself creatively through, it still comes from that heartbeat, which sends that musical uh, entity to whatever you're doing. Well, and it's so beautiful because, you know, when I was volunteering in the homeless shelters, the children, you know, you could bring in different musicians and you could, you know, teach them to like write little poems or, you know, turn them into music. And it would immediately, no matter what they've been through, just resonate, you know, a reaction from them that was really positive. You know, you think, of course. you know, they would get the expression of it and then they get the joy of it. And that's, I think, the beauty of music and then you have you know all the different spin-offs of, of art as well for dance you know they all we all go together <laughs> and all together you, you have to know that it all starts from that heartbeat uh, and your connection your creativity the creator uh all creativity comes so i mean it's just a wonderful thing that the music is a part of all our lives whether we are uh Uh, in tune or acknowledging that uh, some people have to be uh, awakened to that fact that, that let the music flow uh, listen to your heartbeat uh, those kind of things and, and, and don't be afraid to share your creativity what's on your mind what, what, what makes uh, 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 waves what sends vibes Uh, in your life that uh, someone else will resonate with those same vibes and I tell people that uh, frequencies and sounds you know some people say oh I don't like that song it's just because they don't really resonate with that frequency that goes those vibrations it's not nothing really wrong with the song but it, it, it just is an excuse into their ear Yeah, no, that's so true. You know, and sound moves through all matter. It's so powerful. Like they use it to clear the Swiss Alps. That's amazing. Yeah, they play music to clear the Swiss Alps because it clears the snow. So tell me, what was your very first memory of music? My very first memory of music. I would say my memory would be in kindergarten. Uh, we had a kindergarten choir. And because I would sing everybody's lines and parts, the, the instructor made me the director. <laughs> Get a good memory. 
she 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 said that you be the director you're gonna sing all the part so it was just wonderful and i today am still uh director of our choir at saint philip missionary baptist church i am the as i told you earlier the vocal director for the community music center of houston uh, we have uh ensemble of which I am the director of the uh, Undisputed Truth and uh, the Musical Truth, I'm sorry. And uh, 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 directing has stayed with me. Wow. So it's like, you know, what it, what speaks to me too about that is that art has such a significant impact in people's lives, even from a very young age, because I've interviewed several people that they experienced an art program or, or some type of, you know, music or dance or art when they were young and it stayed with them their whole life. Yes. Uh, even in school, uh, as I began primary in school, uh, the music when it was time for music, that was great for me. I was good in all those subjects uh, because I, I, I love learning and I still uh, am like a sponge. I like to absorb uh, information and, uh, and music is, is, is what most I am uh, prone to gravitate to. Uh, and, and even in elementary school, I, I can remember my music teacher's name. And I can remember when I went to, uh, now it's called middle school and high school, I was in the old girls choir. We had a world-renowned band at, at my high school. Uh, Con, uh, Professor Conrad Johnson was the director of that band and over uh, those musicians. And many of them have gone on to become great in uh, the musical world. But uh, he, uh, what gave me the first experience of being able to sing with live instrumentation. And, and that really, ooh-wee, that really gave me, ooh, this is wonderful. And I went on to be on all the talent shows. And, and when I went to TSU, I found myself in the music department, even though my parents were against me majoring in music because they wanted me to have a real job, less they are. But it did turn out to be a real job because that's what I do and that's what I've done all my life. But <laughs> um, and so I majored in psychology. So it was good for me because I, I found a connection in music and psychology also but I found myself in the music department more than in classes and, and, auditioning, for, and auditioning for shows. And, and I did get a part in uh, that uh, great rock opera called Jesus Christ Star. That was the first musical that I was a part of. I, I, I got a part in the chorus and I went on to get a part in the uh, uh, lead part as made by the buyer and uh, toured with that. and, and, and so my career was moving, and so school had to take a backseat. Uh, they tell me now they are looking for me to give me a degree on my experience. I tell them I, I, I got plenty of that. I'm coming to get my degree. <laughs> That's great. Those honorary degrees are amazing. <laughs> That's well, I, I probably would have to get, get a few classes in, too. I'm sure. But it just think of me to do that. It was beautiful. So when you did Jesus Christ Superstar, did you go on tour? Of course I did. Oh, wow. but I bet that was an amazing experience. 
uh, with the American National Touring Company. Went on tour uh, with many states and places and was interviewed by many uh, radio and TV stations. And it was quite a controversial uh, a production. Uh, some people liked it, some people didn't. Uh, some called it sacrilegious and they wanted to know your religious beliefs and oh boy, did I have some for them. <laughs> also come out of a generation that didn't take and does not take education for granted. Oh my lord. <laughs> education. My mother uh, graduated from Prairie View A&M University. She majored in drafting and tailoring. She was the first black uh, person hired in the uh, department at Neiman Marcus when there was a Neiman Marcus in Houston. Which Wow. Yes, but because she was a degreed 
black woman and she, there was no promotions for her. She could not come out of the alteration department. She was a designer. I mean, she could take a pencil and pen and you could tell her what you want. She'd draw it, measure you, cut it out, make her own pattern. And when you get there, fit it on you perfectly. So she, she was beyond where they were allowed. So she stopped. She went to work for herself and she had her own, well, she worked out of her home. She did tailoring and uh, alteration and sewing, dressmaking. Uh, that's how she made her living. So interesting. You know, my grandparents owned a bridal salon and a portrait studio for 50 years in Beaumont. Really? Yes. And you know, the tailoring is a big deal because it was always bridal dresses and gowns. But I, I always joke with my mother and I say, you know, I think it's the energy of joy, you know, because the ta- you have to have a great tailor. And like, I can look at people and I can look at the gowns and the cut and just from growing up around the business, I'm like, yes. that's, that's not quite right. You created right away. I and it's know. not the person. It's the, it's the, how they cut the seams and stuff. And I'm like, no, because my grandmother was picky always about that it made a woman look pretty or that it exactly. made you look beautiful. Um, because oh, some of the new... Come from the same three yeah, some that. of the designs are like cuts where they press on parts of the body and don't make them look right, you know? <laughs> and so it's really and funny I you say that. Yeah, if you need to be manicured from head to toe. Uh, I, uh, my mother was such a stickler that I resigned from sewing because I'm a person that I'll oh, let me sit this up. I think she taught me how to, you know, do the dorms and the, and, and the necklines with the, the binding. And she was very particular about the seams having to be finished. Never leave the seams open. I mean, you know, without being finished. And I want to wear mine. I have it ready to go. And it would look good to me. And when I come home from school, baby, she would have already taken them down out and say the darts were crooked and your darts were not straight. You are Taylor's daughter. You cannot wear. I said, okay, I, I won't sew anything. You just make my clothes now. I just gave up on sewing. <laughs> but I do know how. <laughs> she makes sure I know how. Yeah, well, I know how to sew as well, but it's funny because I think I spent my childhood like running through big gowns and dresses, you know, just going to the shows, watching the shows. And then here's another thing that we have in common is that I actually worked at Neiman Marcus when I was in, uh, graduated from high school. Really? Yes, and I remember oh, the tailor department. Yeah, I even lived, I worked up in Dallas in InCircle for a while, but I remember walking into the tailor rooms for specific clients, because you know you have some very high-end clientele. And and I was like, this is like a secret chamber back here. Like, <laughs> and they would have people on one side sewing pillows, and then they'd have like the couture gown side, which I was always very impressed by, because doing those dresses is not easy. No. You know, it takes, it's it's very detailed. So genetically, you would have that honed memory for details, which I'm sure comes yeah. into play for music because you remember. I do, and even at my age, I get uh, comments from my musical director and producers who say, you, you retain those lyrics. You know, I, I do my best to uh, stay uh, sharp enough to the music, present the music, and give it, and let you go with a great feeling, a good feeling about your experience with the music. Um, not so much the performers, and yes, we do 
play a big part because we are part of the presentation. But the music is free, it's on its own. And when you put it out there and the way it's received is important. So I, I love, I love live performances. I love going into the studio and record and all of the, all the interesting parts uh, and practice and all of that. But my uh, gratification uh, comes from the live performance. Oh, and I'm sure you're a perfectionist about it. You know, I bet you're amazing. Well, I like to be around perfectionists. I, I love to have uh, like things in place that uh, organize. I, I like that. Uh, you can tell when a performer has put time in uh, their craft. And just as you can tell from a garment, that time was put into the making of that garment. Uh, when you hit the stage, or when I hit the stage, you know that I'm well seasoned, and I'm uh, not just rough. I I am a professional, and I will give you what you're there to get. Mm, and that's amazing. And you you know it's funny because I miss a lot of the go old gospel music and the gospel holiday hymns. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh sweetheart, I I tell you, I have so many memories of my mother. She, she had a beautiful voice and so did my father. And um, they, my mother would stand me in the chair beside her when she'd go up to render a song. And uh, I'd sing along with her. And after a while, uh, they stopped standing me in the chair and stand me beside her. And then after a while, we'd sing together. And she'd sing herself happy and shout on off, and I have to finish the song. <laughs> oh, she was training you well. How did your parents meet? Oh my God. Uh, 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 I'm so sure <laughs> they were going to you to know this. They met at a gospel church concert. <laughs> really? Father Mike, the joyful harmonizers, the stepbrothers, they were a part of uh, the, uh, the, the, the program that for that church service. And, and there they were. And that's where it all started. It was all about the music, it's still the music. And my mother said I never cried. I always say, ah, I Oh, you know, I was, it was always melodic to her when I was crying, even as a baby. Oh, that's so sweet. You know, it, well, because your, your existence depends on those relationships meeting. And when you, when you grow up and go through your life and you see the, I guess the rareness of certain connections that you have throughout your lifetime, when you think about your parents just meeting and connecting and working, you're like, wow. <laughs> wow, it's right. Well, my father, I can truly say, my father, my mother was my father's first wife, but my father was a glamorous man, and back in the day, the quartet singers were rock stars uh, in our community, and. Um, um, he he had fathered uh, three children already. He was, you could say Papa was a rolling stone. Uh, That's okay. Uh, My dad is too. <laughs> he, he made sure that. And thank God that my mother had the type of spirit that she had to allow him to 
have that much of, of my life in my life that way, even though uh, they did not stay together. Uh, and uh, he continued to sing, and I would go with him to the church services. Uh, I was right with him, and my aunts would tell him, uh, you should make her come in church. He said, well, her mother takes her to church all the time. Uh, she, she's with her dad. We're going to be out here until time for us to go up and sing. Oh, I, I love that he would take up for me. Let me hang out, hang out with him. And when he got, they come calling to come in, he would go over to the, I can see it so well, wash his hands. And uh, he always carried a red sponge, facial sponge. He said that take the shine off of his face. And he rubbed that red sponge and uh, pulled his sleeves down. And he says uh, to me, he called me Bear Bear. He said, Bear Bear, come on, your dad's got to go in and say, he said, you want to see your daddy uh, make those ladies scream and holler and throw their purses? And uh, oh, I, I say, yeah, daddy, <laughs> you know. So here we go. He sent me between my two arms. And they each, each one of my uncles had a song. And uh, my dad happened to be on the end of the lineup. This time he was a short guy. And he chose to do the Lord's Prayer quartet style. And he stepped up to begin to sing. And the church was already on fire, I promise you. But I was on the edge of my seat waiting to hear my dad and see him deliver on what he had told me he was going to do. And so listen, he began to sing. He sang, Oh, our Father. He sang tenor. Lord in heaven, hallowed be the holy name. And everybody in the church said, Oh, oh, across me and told my other aunt, her sister, say, God is moving in here. And I said, oh, my daddy did that. Boy, they wanted to tell me about that. <laughs> they made sure he told me that it was God making everything happen. They, oh, boy, me and him both almost got in trouble that day. <laughs> oh, that's so sweet. What a story. Beautiful story. Yeah. yeah. So, you have spent a lifetime in music and so tell me how has the pandemic affected like you and your family dear heart the pandemic has affected my family as has affected i would imagine most families in america it was a big shut off shut down uh day in uh I remember so well, I was just coming off of the International Blues Challenge and there were opportunities opening up. I was being scheduled for festivals across the country and out of the country. And what happened? All of that went away. All of that, all of that went away. My, my livelihood is for us um, making a living. My, my craft was shut completely down. But I'm such a positive person that I began to do some writing. I began to uh, organize uh, 
a plan for whenever they say stick your head out. Uh, I'll be have a direction in which I wanted to go. So I took it uh, as a chance to reevaluate, reposition,、uh, reinvent myself. So there I am, and and、uh, it, like I said, it affected us. We we, we artists everywhere. We had no outlet. Uh, and you had to do those things that I just spoke of. Well, especially、yeah. performance artists, you know, you didn't have. Right. I will. I don't know. I mean, in New York, you would see like the violin. I thought that was really kind of cool in music because around the world, you would have different people like stand up and play on their balconies if you had a balcony, you know. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> or the violin or something. I happen to be here in Houston, Texas, where we're spread out. Musicians are spread out all over. We don't have just a certain community, whereas you will find a lot of orchestra uh, uh, musicians or uh, a community where they are、uh, performing. Like New York, I lived in New York for some years. I lived in Harlem. I worked in the Bay Grand, which is right up the street from the Apollo Theater, uh, and. Uh, I enjoyed New York very much. I learned so much there、uh, about my craft, and I was blessed to、uh, be taken under the wings of some people that had much knowledge to share when I lived there. The pandemic. I I'm hoping we are moving ahead and away from that. Yeah, absolutely. So, talk to me a little bit about your perception. You know, we watched the wave of like presidential elections with the Capitol riots and like some of the violence in the schools. How has that influenced your vision for all of us citizens? What do you think the communities look like now? What has changed? I mean, just let me say this: We need more people that. Want the world to survive, and not just want a selfish concept for their lives or what would make them right now wonderful、uh, in their world. We need people that are ready to be in place for future generations.、Uh, people that want to cultivate the arts. Because of the importance it is for existence, people that want to save the planet, because we are at the past the torch stage, we want this beautiful world to continue. Not say, oh, let it go to pits, and I'll go to the moon and live on the、um, space uh, planet, uh, live on、uh, whatever. Mars.、Uh, <laughs> Yes, not that. Not that. We want to keep this thing, as my、uh, I hear my colleagues say, organic. We want to someone else to enjoy the wonderful things. I I remember my grandparents, and they were farmers, and my on my mother's side and my my father's side were ranchers, and I I I came up、uh, understanding crop growing and, and the importance of. A big family of food and sharing with the community from what we raised. If I had a bunch of peas and、uh, down the road there, 
they had a bunch of uh, corn, and then over to the next side, they, uh, they, they all shared their crops, and everybody had everything. And, you know, I, 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 my vision and my uh, hope for, for us is that we would drill more on the import of people and looking out for people more so than looking out for uh, corporate valuations or finance. Uh, yes, we all must have finance uh, to be able to live, but there are ways to provide such for all. We should look toward things that is going to enhance the lives, not diminish lives. That's my hope. How do you think is the best way for us to move forward? Okay, glad you asked. Let's put the arts in play. Let it be a part of each uh, child's uh, curriculum. Don't let it be that they have to search for that. They take it so much from the schools. So many schools don't have a music class. That's not important. They're competing uh, with the brain, not uh, realizing that with the arts, it would allow that child to absorb more of that chemistry or that algebra or that physics. And that, that part, that part connected all to the arts. Uh, that's, that's how we move forward. Absolutely, it's like Mozart, Mozart effect. You know, that listening yeah. to classical music when you study improves your study skills. That's what I, I only listen to classic. When I, I listen to all music and it's just what song, where I want to travel. I travel with music and I I listen to all music, ethnic music. I listen to uh, uh, classical music. I listen to country. I listen to music. I mean, I listen to, I like to hear the different rhythmic patterns that other countries music is set to. I, I listen to the Oriental or Asian or, or Indian. I listen to music because I enjoy music and I allow the music to penetrate me instead of me trying to penetrate the music. That's why people don't like certain music. They want to get into it. Let, just listen. Just listen. And, and, and I love classical music. I just do. Um, I find, and I first got into classical music through cartoons. I'm sure you know that. Hmm, no, I didn't know that. Oh come on! Oh, oh from like Mickey Mouse and stuff. I see. I listen to classical when I study. All, all of the yeah. Looney Tunes. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> oh, that's where I became so into the uh, classical music, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. And I forget about, like, uh, Mickey Mouse, that long feature that they did for Mickey Mouse, where it's all, like, the dancing mops and hats and stuff. It was yeah, all yeah. classical music. <laughs> right, you brought a point there. So tell me a little bit about what did you think about the government response to COVID? Well, let me say this. I do feel that we were misled in the beginning uh, in reference to COVID and its severity because of the leadership that we had at the time. I feel that we, instead of getting 
center in an elderly home um, but yes. like and, and, I, and so that the children could interact with the elderly and they actually had an improvement 
in any of like the Alzheimer's or the dementia. And I said, you know, it's amazing. You could have a de- you can have an Alzheimer's or a dementia patient. You can turn on music, and they will recall the song from like 50 years ago perfectly, even if they can't it's remember there. your name or your face. <laughs> you are, but that music stays within their soul. It resonates from the heart. I, I tell you, I speak out of experience. We had a program. I implemented a program similar at this very community center that I'm speaking of. QUC has dials located in Fifth Ward in Houston, Texas. Uh, it's been a stable there for many years. I implemented where uh, the senior would adopt one of the not adopt, uh, we called it adopt. Uh, a, a grandparent program where we had the children, they had youth program there also, after school program, and um, the youth and the seniors would get together. And I, I, I called it a bridge, and they would talk about their music and what they like, what kind of music they like, and the seniors would talk about what kind of music they like. And they had their own person assigned to them, and they would sometimes do puzzles, they would play cards, they would, you know, just interact with the elder person. The youth today are, uh, are, are not uh, so prone. Our country, it's our country. Our country don't hold our reverence for our elders like most countries do. Right, right. We don't know the importance of having that senior uh, there to learn from and understand what they did to make it possible for what it is that you do. No, absolutely. You know, my grandfather passed right before um, Christmas, and it's amazing to me because I realize that's his generation. They're all going, you know what I mean? <laughs> he was, uh, yeah, we're going, we're going. I try to prepare my family, I tell them as often as I can, look. I'm not going to be here as long as I have been. So my time now, uh, I'm 70 years old. I do believe what they say, they think the life expectancy of an American is 76 years old or something like that. I, but I come from people that live long lives. But I don't know for mine how long. But I do want to have been a part of somebody's musical experience, somebody's creativity growing, somebody's uh, being able to connect the dots between whatever they do in life to the heartbeat and let it, the music resonate in their life. So that's that's where I am. I'm, I'm at the past the torch stage. I'm a local coach and, and instructor. I have uh, students uh, that uh, one uh, uh, advanced in the voice for a callback, and we're going to get her back there again. Uh, she's just fabulous, and it makes me feel so good that I've been a part of nurturing uh, that uh, Pacific uh, talent. And uh, I have another young man that has a music degree, and he wanted to explore blues uh, performance, and he sought me out. I was so honored because that's why I'm here. Uh, and, 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 you know, he has that gospel. He came out of the church. I told him, you can't separate the music. The blues is there. You, you, you take away the lyrics, the music is the same. So, the same chords, you see. And country also, and gospel 
destroyed. I'm a flesh there, a part of that. So I, 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 I just am so wonderfully grateful to be uh, where I am today, the position that I am in to uh, pass the torch and enlighten someone or enhance someone's life. Hi, this is Lex Lumiere with the People State of the Union Address. And today we have Ms. Tweed Smith with us, and she is going to read you her People State of the Union. Art, to all who seek the highest of existence, I do impart. Let it be known that life is art. It comes from deep in your soul and flows through the heart. With every rhythmic beat, there's a path for a melodic part. So live life right now, here today. Let it start. Whether you dance, paint, write, sing, or capture the universe in a frame, your creativity is life. Life is art. Alice Tree Smith can beautiful. I can tell you put time into it. It sounds really good. Well, thank you so much for sharing. We appreciate your lifetime commitment to music and art. It's really a beautiful thing. Thanks for listening to Charity Network News with Lex Lumiere. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out online or please leave a review. Join us again next week. Until then, focus on creating solutions and making a positive impact in the world with your presence. Be kind, volunteer, pay it forward and keep shining your love light.